0: Are you ready? I I am always ready, you know I me. Mean? I'm I'm ready to go yeah, whenever. Well I'm not very happy with you. <coughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> because after last week and putting all that stuff out, I mean you made me look like a fing <sharp> shit fing bollock. <halt tack upside down> uh-huh. So that's your first bit of editing, isn't it? I just thought the public should know the real you. <coughs> yeah, but I'm not happy about that, so you're in big trouble. So uh, first of all, I need a really expensive Christmas present of you this year. Oh. Okay. What do you mean, oh? Well, it is a bit late. The post has closed. Has it? Yeah. You're in big trouble then, aren't you? I mean, you are really in big trouble. I could send you a virtual gift. Well, that'll have to do, won't you? Like those ridiculous virtual Christmas cards. Oh, the animated you ones. You know, oh, they drive me mad. Don't send me any of those. No, I don't want anything. Okay. I don't like Christmas particularly. I very much don't like Christmas this year for reasons I'm not going to go into now. And I, I, you know, everybody goes on and on about, Oh, it's wonderful. The family going to be together. And do you know, there are more people committing suicide, more family arguments and rows at this time of year. And I blame it on religion. Because there's this underlying thing, all these pompous, pious prats going on about, well, we must love each other. We must go, you know, and then there are people saying, well, that's not real life, is it? And anyway, if it was real, this is a made up story to control people. You know, all this, they are these people gathering around some kind of stable in the desert with snow. Was there snow? Well, there is, isn't there? When you see them, they do these little nativity scenes everywhere. I mean, that's all made up in the minds of people who lived hundreds of years ago. Nah, that's just modern artistic license. Is it really? And I suppose you tell your kids Father Christmas really exists. Oh, yeah, and I, Mary I think... was the mother of Jesus. And Jesus rose from the dead in the Garden of Gethsemane. I didn't even know no, I knew that. But anyway, there we are. See what gets imprinted on you when you're a kid and you still remember it. I, I definitely tell my daughter that there's uh, Christmas, Father Christmas. <clears throat> Don't you think you should be ashamed of yourself? Well, no, because that statement is actually true. There is a genuine Father Christmas in Lapland that you can actually go and visit. He is not a genuine Father Christmas. Father Christmas does not climb down um, chimneys... Lots of people haven't got them. Um, and, he, and he doesn't deliver presents to every good little boy and girl in the world. It is just a way of controlling people. I don't think it's a very... I'm being serious for a moment. I actually don't. And, you know, I work for the BBC. You, If you were to say that on the BBC, they'd give you the sack. Or well, they'd try to. They can't sack you on the BBC anymore. I think that's uh, true of any TV stroke radio station. What? It's a big no-no. You can't say that there's no such thing as Santa Claus. Why not? There is no such thing as Santa Claus. So why why do we lie to our children? And there are many, many, many children who will not be getting very much at Christmas. So why do we go on and on about all this wonderful stuff? And I don't understand it. It's the spirit of Santa Claus, isn't it, really? <laughs> Some bloke turned up at the door the other day, dressed in this ridiculous red costume, collecting for something or other. Mind you, he didn't have to run down the drive afterwards. I think it's our last year with our daughter with Santa Claus. Oh, well, that's very sad. Why? Is she leaving you? Has <laughs> <laughs> she, she had enough? No, she asked, you know, all the, all the logistics of how Santa works. <clears throat> yeah, then you had to explain, I'm sorry, I've been lying to you all your life. He doesn't really exist, and there aren't any flying reindeer. I've always said that if my daughter ever asked me about Christmas, I would tell her the truth. And I sort of did this year. Oh, go on. What did you say? I said that um, don't believe all you hear about Santa coming down chimneys. That's, that's a lie. That's just stuff that people tell kids. What really happens, it's a bit more like an Amazon thing where, <laughs> where Santa comes to your house on Christmas Eve. And in a van. Get, in a van. And unloads stuff that you've already asked for <laughs> in a catalogue. Catalog. And uh, he, he online. Don't, he knows where the key is, in the, in the, in the uh, <laughs> under the stone outside the front of the house. And he lets himself in, puts the presents onto the tree, yeah. and that's yeah. how it works. It's all a big thing, every parent. And when you're older, you'll realise how it all works, and you'll be amazed. And so, such a letdown when they realise there is no Santa Claus. No, not really. Mummy and Daddy playing a trick on us and telling us all this. Oh, I'm, I'm fed up with the whole thing. Listen, you all do what you want. My hero is the Grinch. I'm happy to see the end of this year. And I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, this has this been the same every year. Melinda, when she was alive, and I, we never... We just disappeared. Much to the upset of our family, we disappeared away. And hid out. Uh, and when Christmas was over, we returned. And because of events this year, they all think I need to uh, have everybody around. But I'd be quite happy just be on my own, to be honest. I'll still phone you. Yeah. That's what worries me. I can't get away from anybody anymore. I'll FaceTime you. Oh, for goodness sake. I don't know what made me say, they said, Would you like a week off your radio show and Talk Radio at Christmas? And I said, Oh, okay. <clears throat> Knowing, actually, I really should have thought because all those people who love Christmas and some of them who've got families and everything else, they were all working and everybody felt sorry for me for all sorts of reasons. And, and uh, I'm not, well, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going back on Saturday week. You usually work Christmas Day, don't you? No, never. Haven't done for years. Just disappear. Oh, pre-records then. There are. There will be the worst of whale, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a bit like, it'll be all right on the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always say, we do a best of of everybody. And I've I've, I've always said to the people who put it, I said, could you just call this the worst of whale, really? Yeah, but that's usually the best of. Well, I don't know. I just, you know... Because they say to me, can you remember any bits that really stick out in your mind? And I don't remember one program to the next. It's done. It's done. It's finished. It's gone. Mm-hmm. I've still got that clip when you were on <laughs> BBC Radio Essex and you swore at that poor girl. Have you? Mm. Well, that was her fault, really. It was, actually. And the fact that the BBC have the knobs that go the wrong way. So I forgot <laughs> I left the microphone open. <laughs> but if you're going to work on... It doesn't matter whether it was a girl or a bloke or whatever... Um, if you're not going to listen to what is being done... when you It's it the same if you if I was flying an aeroplane or something and the co-pilot, whether it was a man or a woman, was just not concentrating, I would yell. I could put that clip in here, couldn't I, really? If you do, right? I'm <laughs> oh not again. If you do... <laughs> because I think what I said to her, because she did something wrong, she was... I don't know what it was. And there'd been three or four incidents before and I just leant back in my chair, thought I'd close the microphone and said,
1: Listen,
0: but of course that they were more concerned. I tell you, they were more concerned because the BBC don't run on a, a delay system. They were more concerned about the girl in question feeling she'd been bullied because I shouted at her than actually the obscene word. And to be fair, I'm getting fed up with the whole of this sort of uh, touchy feely situation. Everybody, you know, we have got thou- literally thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of kids with no homes in the Middle East because they've been bombed to shit. Uh, caused by all sorts of stupid, religious, idiosyncratic nutters who believe in a fictitious god, right? Yeah. And we're worrying about whether somebody shouts at somebody because they're not concentrating or doing what they should do. this The world has gone mad. And you know the other, the biggest thing that really upsets me at this time of year, again, when I hear quits f- going on about, well, we're full up. We can't let any more foreigners in here. We've got to stop them. We're not having them here. And there are people, there are grumpy old gits who stand and what I've, I've been in a pub, I've watched blokes saying this, when they've seen film footage on, on Sky News of, of people in small boats trying to get somewhere safe. They don't want them here, send them back. Don't want them and their bloody kids here. What a miserable bunch of gits some people in this country are, aren't they? Some are. But that's natural, though, isn't it? Why are you being so understanding? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's Christmas. Oh, for God's sake. Shut up. Well, there's an obscenity. I've just blasphemed. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm sorry. Listen, I hope I re. I've, I think I ought to do my Christmas message to the nation, hadn't I? Is it three o'clock already? It doesn't really matter, whatever time. And what I would like you to do is some appropriate music before this and after, okay? And what would you call appropriate music? You're the f***ing producer, you decide. Ace of spades. Highway to Hell, ACDC. Okay, I'll put a bit of that in. Whatever. And Highway to Hell by Lee John, which is good too. Sorry, he did a cover version? He did, yeah. He did a cover version (laughs) of a rock song. It was really good. I'll try and find that one then. All right. So anyway, Danny Dyer did a Christmas uh, message, which is really funny. You may have seen it. I get confused. Is it Danny Dyer or Danny Dyer? Danny Dyer. Well, they're both, they're, they're, there's him and then there's his daughter. They're both the same name but spelt differently, I assume. Well, I'm talking about the big bloke with the rough face. Oh, uh, people say I look like Danny Dyer. You look like Danny Dyer if he was ill. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. I think he's slightly better looking than you. Oh, that's, that's given, yeah. Not that much good looking, but, you know, slightly. Okay, <clears throat> this is my Christmas message to the, nat- to the world. The whale sends out to the world... this time of year, when all of us reflect on the past, and I hope look forward to the future, I think it's time to reflect on those things that never seem to change. Man, and of course to be politically correct now, woman's inhumanity to each other intolerance amongst religious people who will tell you that this is a religious time of year. Well, it's not. It's a time of year where we reflect and look forward. It is the end of one block of months and the beginning of a new one. It's like turning over the page in an exercise book when you were at school. Do you remember when you turned the page over to a new fresh page and suddenly thought, I'm going to do this much better. I'm going to write more tidily. I'm going to make things look better. And sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. And what a year this has been. A year that's divided the country amongst people who think that nationalism is a good thing, that perhaps stepping away from our nearest neighbours, being more interested in ourselves than anyone else. If I hear anybody else say, well, if we didn't send all this money abroad, if we didn't do this, we'd be all much better off. How would we be any better off if other people around the world were even worse off? How does that work? How does that make you or me feel better? It doesn't, does it? So in 2019, a new year that hasn't yet begun, perhaps sense will prevail. Perhaps we will stop inflicting our views on everybody else, thinking that we as individuals are more important than everybody. The planet is getting very crowded, resources are beginning to run out, and we've got the environmental groups telling us we've got to do this, we've got religious people telling us we've got to do that, we've got politicians telling us to do something else. None of them pulling together. So many vested interests trying to get their point of view across because they feel it will do their situation more good. When is somebody going to rise up and actually think that this is a small planet, a small lump of rock in an enormous, infinite universe, floating about? We're here purely by accident and we survive because we haven't yet been smacked by a giant meteor. It's a precarious existence when you think about it. So why don't we all begin to live for the moment, rather than worrying about the future, try and make now better than it is, rather than thinking, oh, well, at the end of this life, there'll be a much better one, because the chances are there is nothing. So why not make the most of this one? Why don't we try to help Our brothers, our sisters, our aunts, our uncles, our wives, our girlfriends. Why don't we try to help everybody get a better life? I'm not good at that. I'm a miserable old c**t. Really. As you probably know. But here... Everybody in this country, or most of the people in this country, we're going to sit down, we're going to stuff our faces with food we don't really want, we're going to buy shit that we don't really want, we're going to pretend to be nice to people that we know who we can't really stand and never see from one end of the year to the other. Why don't we start to use a modern parlance, keeping it real? Eh? Why don't we actually try to be a little more positive? whether it's actually understanding that voting to leave the European Union isn't going to do us any good and we need to reorganize the way we think about that. And I'm not suggesting, by the way, that remaining is the answer either. Politics has become very insular. Politicians becoming more concerned about the way they look rather than what they're doing. I feel a bit sorry for Donald Trump. I had high hopes of a man who was rather uncouth, who came in and sorted out the politicians and sadly it seems that he's got lost and he's now drowning in a mire of political correctness himself. I don't want to upset people just for the fun of upsetting people, although sometimes it has to be said, winding people up can be very entertaining. What I want, and I'm being serious, is to see that everybody, every human being, every animal, every living thing on this planet has reasonable expectations, and has a life full of kindness and hope and aspiration. Whether you happen to be Daisy May, one of my dogs, or whether it's your cat or your gerbil or whatever. And the fact we eat too many animals. I wish I was a vegetarian. I am not. Maybe in 2019 I'm going to try to eat a lot less meat. And of course, vested interests will try and shove as much of it down our throats, as they can. It's a time for understanding that the world is a small place and that people around the world have different aspirations. People want to come to this country, not to lounge around and ponce off benefits that you and I have uh, paid our taxes in all our lives and feel that we shouldn't be giving those to anybody except ourselves. No, People come to this country because wouldn't you want to live here if you didn't? Isn't this probably the best country in the world? And if people want to come here, as long as they want to come here to join us and to join in with the way we live here, we should be opening up our arms. People who come and live in another country usually make a success of their lives. They don't usually go to another country and hang around, as has been proven. Politicians have a lot to answer for. Politicians used to blame anybody but themselves for the things that were going wrong. We need to rethink the whole situation. We need to divest ourselves of all that sort of negativity that there seems to be at the moment. As soon as you say something wrong, now, whether you make some kind of supposed sexist jibe or you speak in a rather aggressive way, or even as a friend of mine who w- works for the BBC was was told this year, he was called into head office up at W1 and told, bit some complaints from the people that work for you that you walk in a fairly aggressive manner through the office. I, I kid you not. Luckily, my mate said to them, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Can you Can you actually show me what is an aggressive walk? And the whole thing, apparently, just developed into a farce. I mean, in the same way, the, a very important discussion in Parliament recently was hijacked by those people who wanted, for some reason, to to make some... Yeah, you know, Jeremy Corbyn mouthing stupid woman. I've seen it. I'm, I'm pretty sure he said stupid woman. He says he didn't. As far as I'm concerned, it's not what he said, it's the fact that he didn't. Because even if you did say it, and I've said things I've been in trouble for. And then I got suspended this year, didn't I, for a week for saying something that, that somebody took the wrong way, which I didn't mean, by the way, which was taken totally out of context. I said, "Listen, I'm very sorry if you took it that way. It wasn't meant that way. I certainly didn't want to upset you." And the interview in 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 uh, case and I'm not prepared to mention the person because they used it to make as much publicity for themselves as they could. I even thanked them at the end of the interview, and they thanked me as far as I can remember. We have to stop this. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn. I, I'm not a fan of Jeremy Corbyn. My hero of the hour, as far as prime ministers over the past. Few decades is concerned is Margaret Thatcher. Oh, I wish she was here now. And people misunderstood her. She at one point said there is no such thing as society, but she didn't quite mean it the way everybody took it. I interviewed her a number of times. I I actually spent an evening in Stringfellow's club with her once, but I think I've told that story before. What she meant when she said there's no such thing as society, I think she meant you know we we need to take in everybody we need to look after everybody not just certain sections who who get together and think they're a society it would be great by the way in 2019 if all these so-called community leaders could disappear you know little groups of people who are who are trying to make themselves british who want to come and live in this country you don't come and live in this country if you don't want to be british if you don't want to live in the culture that we have here then go somewhere else. This is not the country for you. And hopefully in this day and age, community, there are community leaders, they're called members of parliament. And every single one of us should make sure that we know who our member of parliament is and we lean on them. And all of you listening to this, I would like you to do one thing for me. If you want to do one thing for me, get in touch with your local MP and say you'd like to look round the House of Commons if you've never been there before. Everybody should look round the seat of power in this country. Every single person should go there. And if you ask your Member of Parliament, they are duty-bound to find a time to show you around the Palace of Westminster, and you should go. You should go. So my message is, thank goodness, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure quite a lot of other people, I shall be very pleased to see the back of 2018. I'm looking forward to 2019 because we have problems that need to be sorted out, not just in this country, but in the world. And maybe if we all start being a little less critical when we can see something of, uh, that's gone wrong, or maybe something somebody did, and then, you know, we think, well, did they really mean to do it? Probably not. If things really upset you, fine, but don't just get upset because, you know, you think you should, because perhaps, you know, you can score a few points. Life is difficult enough, but my one watchword is, we should make the most of this life. Never mind worrying about another life. I don't know. There might be one. Who knows? There might be some sort of existence. And the chances are, if there is, it's something within you, some sort of the electricity within you that joins. So I've no idea, but I really, you are not going to be sitting on a cloud or wandering around pastures of babbling brooks. I'm pretty sure that's an impossibility. But you never know. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. There could be another dimension that your spirit goes into. I don't think it's got anything to do with religion either. But why don't we concentrate on making it the best it can be here? That's my message for the end of the year. And through gritted teeth, I wish you the compliments of the season. Don't be too gritty. Don't eat too much. Don't drink too much. And let's all really try and make 2019 the best year we have had for a long, long time. Merry Christmas. To hell. I'm on
1: a highway to, hell. highway to hell. Going down all the way.
0: Okay, so uh, that was uh, that was my uh, that was my bit for the end of the year. I don't know if I should have done that. Now I can't remember what I've said. But the unfortunate thing is, you um, you've recorded every single thing that goes out, and unless I'm prepared to make a trip to Anglesey and stop you, I suppose there's not much I can do, is there? You can get in touch with the people that host our servers and ask to take it down. Could I? Yeah. Huh. Well, watch it, or I might do that. And as I said last week, just remember one thing. Uh, the uh, limo with the Mickey Mouse on it? I know where you live. <laughs> anyway, you did play Highway to Hell, so there we are. Uh, only less than 30 seconds of it, for obvious reasons. Yeah, of course, obviously, yeah. Just as long as you uh, you played in the bit where it goes, Highway to Hell! It'd be pretty pointless playing Highway to Hell and leaving that bit out. Yeah, no, but it takes a bit to get to it. Okay. Um, I mentioned briefly in my uh, message to the nation, of course, uh, or the world, um, this Jeremy Corbyn fiasco. I mean, honestly. Are there not stupid people in the world? I've been hearing all kinds of people moaning. Oh, you can't call someone a stupid woman. There is, isn't there, a recorded bit in one of those horrible records I made in the 80s where there's a little bit that goes, stupid, stupid woman, stupid, doesn't it? That's in bimbo, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hang on. Yeah. Oi! I'm busy. Come here. Come here. There's a good girl. Come here. Right. Sorry. Didn't like my Christmas message, obviously. Well, it was three hours long. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to have to do with it. I'll just have to do something. Uh, Don't put it in. Just, just, you know, put it on a, just forget it. Anyway, so um, everybody preoccupied with whether he muttered, didn't even shout out. If he got up and shouted, you're a stupid woman to the prime minister, there might have been Quite a lot of complaints I might have agreed with, but he just muttered it, and they, you know, they mutter things at each other. And then they had a go at um, poor old Speaker. I felt a bit sorry for him. It became a fiasco, didn't it? And these are people who are entrusted. I mean, not just the Speaker, and but all of them, all of them being ridiculously stupid. I mean, Theresa May was just giving as good as she got, by the way. It was like a pantomime. She said she started the pantomime stuff off, too, when I think about it. Just grow up. You have a very responsible job. I like prime minister's questions, and you should you should be having a go at each other. But for goodness' sake, because because somebody says something like you're a stupid, get over it, right? I mean, it's not you don't you get into a fight. Hopefully not. You know, so oh, so, oh, so don't hit me too hard, will you? Don't get into a fight. Don't start having a go. Don't don't go into politics if you're worried about being yelled at. Can they have a special event every year? You know, like the Grand National. They, they can have like a, a Prime Minister's Question Time where there's no sp- speaker and all mm. bets are off and you can say what you like at each other and it's televised. I think that would be a very good idea, but I don't think it'll happen because they're they're preoccupied with treating each other with respect. Now, you know... Forget treating each other in Parliament with respect, please. Let's start treating disabled people with respect. Let's start treating our health service with respect. Let's start, you know, in in more important places rather than a bunch of overpaid, over-holidayed people who think they are important who really aren't, going on, oh, we've got to treat everybody with respect. You know, if somebody says something stupid, they say something stupid. And suddenly calling somebody stupid is very offensive. If somebody had called one of the ministers or a prime minister who was a man, you're a stupid bloke or you're a stupid man, would there have been an outcry? No. You're right. I don't think there would have been. So anyway, that's finished there. Um, right. Do you think you should do uh tech talk? Because I want to talk a bit about drones in a moment. That'll be my next... Okay, He's okay. on the podcast. This is, of course, the James Well Radio Christmas Special podcast, which is just like every other one, because I don't do Christmas really. Uh, Elon Musk has unveiled a prototype underground tunnel, which you could do 150 miles an hour in. <coughs> well, um, why would you want to do it in a tunnel? I'd prefer to do it on top. It's sort of guided, isn't it? I don't know anything about this Elon Musk, strange name bloke, um who always seems to be saying rather ridiculous and stupid things uh is he is he a genius or is he just mad a bit of both you have to be a bit of both yeah. don't you really i mean he didn't actually engineer and build the electric car did he uh, no he just put a few bob in it at the beginning he probably turned a spanner or two but he didn't invent the the battery to run a car did he no so what has he done that's so exciting? Well, he's the face of it, isn't he? I don't know. I'd, I wouldn't even recognise him if he walked in front of me. I don't know. I wouldn't either, to be fair. Where there we are. And he's the one who started being very rude and nasty about those guys who, who rescued the football team from a cave. Yeah, he called the, uh, one of them a, a paedophile. Yeah, well, quite frankly, I don't want to hear his name mentioned anymore, and I don't want to hear about his tunnel. Move on. Okay, uh, no iPhones in Germany. They've been pulled off the shelves. Why? Uh, because of a dispute with uh, a company called Qualcomm, who make uh, who? chips. Qualcomm. They make chips oh, right. that are inside the phone. There's a huge dispute with the two. And as a result, they've been pulled from Germany, and they may also be pulled from China. So if you're in Germany, you can't buy an iPhone from Apple. You could probably buy one through third-party <coughs> sellers or the black market. Yeah. You see, I I was having this argument the other day with uh, iPhones as opposed to um, Androids and and other phones. And I've had iPhones for ages and iPads and iMac and whatever. And I just find them, you know, easy to use. Standardized is the word. Yeah. yeah. So that's a very good word. Why why on earth? I think they're a bit too expensive, but there we are. Um, Why why has everybody got a downer on them? Just successful. They're doing well, and they're overpriced, I suppose. So they just don't oh, like well. them. But uh, I've got some more Apple news. Oh, have you? Uh, yeah. Some uh, iPad Pros, the really expensive ones, and I've just bought one. That uh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they yes. may come out of the box slightly, oh, slightly bent. Is that my present? Uh, you can have it if you want it. Uh, they may come out of the box slightly bent. So if it's bent, it's coming. I don't want way. a bent one. <laughs> coming your way. Bits of me that are already bent. It's really cool, though, is it, when a manufacturer says, uh, yeah, you know that new iPad we've made? um, It's okay if they're slightly bent or got dents or cracks in the screen. That's normal. Why are they slightly bent? It's just the way that they're manufactured, to be fair. Um, The aluminium bends. Yeah. And is it all right? Yeah, they still work. To just look a bit... You don't seem to like it very much. They just look a bit wobbly. Oh, okay. Well, send it to me if you don't want it. I'll have it. It's pretty big. Well, that's okay, because I won't have to squint to see it. That's true. Uh, so that's all we have, really, for Tech Talk, really. And obviously moving on to drones, which you want to talk about. Well, let's do that, because I, first of all, um, if if this, for whatever reason, whoever was doing it, I mean, I've got a few ideas, might have been some some misguided environmental nutters, who going on about? Oh, we can't fly anywhere. We can't do anything. I oh, will piss off. You, you, you bore me. F-ing stupid. All right. If we if we stop all this stuff, which was oh yeah yeah, we, we you, it's okay if you've got a lot of money, you can uh, carbon trade and you can pollute as much as you like as as long as you pay for it. You know, the world is not going to stop what it's doing, whatever anybody says, and the planet will sort itself out. It may well decide that it's had enough of human beings, and we might be for the chop. I don't know but I'm getting sick of these, you know, These, they're all like the, the hippie tree huggers of the past, aren't they? I don't want to stop everybody doing anything. Um, oh, it's going to ruin the planet. The planet will decide what the planet wants to do, and none of us are going to make any difference to it. Am I right or am I right? You are right. So if it is a misguided tree hugger that's doing this, if they catch the person, and, and this is the other thing, Um, It could be terrorists trying to suss it out. On the other hand, I haven't really seen any footage of the actual drone over the airfield. Have you? I've seen a few dots, but that wasn't really. I've seen lots of film from uh, libraries of drones flying around. I haven't really seen anything conclusive of the drone over Gatwick Airport. That's true. I don't think I've seen any footage of actual drones over Gatwick Airport, no. And So, I talked to a couple of security experts yesterday, and I said, you know, why it could easily be shot out of the air. Although, one guy said, well, you know, if you miss, even if you hit it, you don't know where that round from a high-powered gun is going to go and end up. You know, when you see these signs of, of nutters shooting in the air, Terrorists and things running around shooting their guns in the air. Some people are being killed when the bullets come back. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, they go come down sort of more or less the same speed as they go up, don't they? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I I cannot believe that there isn't a way of removing them, and I cannot believe that there isn't a way of tracking who's running them. So it doesn't. It doesn't actually sound right this whole thing to me you can't surely not have contingency plans in when drones are so uh so common now you know most most households seem to have a drone i haven't got one but i bet you've got one uh, i've had a few but i haven't got one at the moment there we are yeah oh you're just saying that to uh, make sure nobody points the finger at you there's n- there is no contingency plan to keep the airport open i can't believe it i really can't believe it and I can't believe that they couldn't find the person or deal with it either. So well, what's going on? Well, you can't shoot them out the sky because if you shoot the actual drone, the drone could uh, sort of go off its course and land <clears throat> into oncoming cars, houses, property damage, etc. cetera. You can't shoot. Okay, but you could have had a helicopter up there and a bloke could have, because you'd be able to find it and fly near it if, if it, it's as much of a threat as everybody's saying, and you can throw some kind of... Um, some kind of net over it. The drones are faster than the helicopter, and if they wanted to, they could fly the drone into the helicopter blades and knock out the helicopter. Really? Yeah. Well, there must be something you could do. It wasn't a, a big drone, was it? It wasn't a sort of professional drone. You can't jam the radio frequencies because you could affect other aircraft. It's it's just a mess. There's not much you can do. Of course you. You can't trace it by all the the radio frequency and everything else. You can't follow it. You got you know. I can I I can find out where people are on my phone. The drones can be pre-programmed just to continually fly over, and when they finish, they fly back to whatever. So there's no signal coming from the actual user of the drone. The drone is doing it itself. And it must be in a fairly short radius, mustn't it? And can't you follow it back or not? The battery power is the issue. The battery will only last about 40 minutes, realistically. So there must be uh, the drone must be flying for about 20 minutes or so and then disappearing. So there could be hours and hours and hours of no drones, but they can't take the risk of flying any planes until they probably catch the drone or catch the people doing the actual flying somebody's been in touch and said, right, we've shown you what we can do, we want less flying at this airport, otherwise we'll do it again. Is that what's happened and we're not being told? It could be, or it could literally be some 15-year-old child who's got a drone and thinks it's funny and thinks that they get away with it and they're showing off to their mates. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's caused an enormous amount of upset to a lot of people and i cannot believe that in this day and age we cannot and we it's made this country a laughing stock as well yeah but it'll it'll get copied though won't it i would imagine there'll be a lots more airports around the world that will suddenly have drones flying above, above them hmm. well i think drones will be banned you know i don't i think you will have to have a license i would like to see that them would. banned would you i thought you liked them no I, like i said i have had drones <laughs> A couple of times and within half an hour, they're they're dull, boring and not very interesting. I suppose if you fly them for um, in a sport, there's lots of drone sports that you can get. They're they're usually very tiny drones. That, I suppose, is mildly entertaining. But once you've taken a photograph of your house, what else are you going to do? Fly it down the beach once. Then what? It goes in the box. I've seen people spend thousands of pounds on drones and use them twice. If you're a media company that's fine, you can have a licence for a drone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, drones have opened up filming and and doing stuff for filming. It's a bit bit sad for the helicopter pilots and companies, but yeah, you're right. So So let's ban drones uh, for sale. Oh, don't get me wrong. Sell drones that will only fly above, you know, your bedroom window of your house, you know, Mm. the little toy ones. That's fine, but these commercial-sized drones, no, ban them. Everyone who's got one... Breaks the law with them. They fly them over roads and stuff when they're not supposed to because you can't catch them. Yeah. And there will be an almighty accident because these people could do it over a motorway. Uh, They do do it over a motorway. Um, There's no question of it. People fly drones Mm. over motorways, over bridges, under bridges, over roads, over people's private property. People do it all the time. Even the responsible drone people break the laws or Mm. bend the rules. I mean there there was a, a terrible helicopter crash not long ago and they there was some sort of garbled way as to why the helicopter crash and somebody had seen something which looked like a drone hit the tail rotor. We use the military use drones to do just that. They take people out with them. Yeah, load a, a pistol onto yeah. a, a drone or a bomb. So ban em. Yeah. Mind you, you'll still get them, though. You can make a drone, can't you, at the end of the day? If you're really that desperate, you would be able to buy the yeah, parts and yeah. assemble a drone yourself. What we need to do is, is the authorities need to come up with an eye, a way of, of of finding them and dealing with them, because you can't have this happening all the time. I think we're going to see more of it. I do. After after the amount of coverage you got in the media, I'm absolutely sure. Uh, now, much as uh, I, I really can't stand Christmas, and I am the original Grinch, many, many, many years ago... I did bring out a record, which is slightly embarrassing, but I might as well introduce it, because if I don't introduce it, he's going to play it anyway, aren't you? Every year I play this, yeah. Yeah. We might as well bring it out. Why did not we bring it out and start playing it earlier? We could redo it. It might sound better. The actual rap in it is very, very clever. Yeah, I know. But I was only 28 or 29 when I did this. I can't even think of you being that old. Okay, here we go. This is James Whale, and wrap it up for Christmas.
1: It's the Holly and the Ivy time of the year. Nice and peaceful in the studio till a bunch of carol singers try to get on the Good show. I say, hey, yes. merry gentlemen, cut the ding dong, and I'll teach you the words of a different song. Christmas is crackers It's just a promotion. Rudolph and Santa can jump in the ocean. Oh, Christmas is fun and happy and funny. It's just an excuse to part me from the money. You won't catch me giving Christmas. T- over drinking in a circus on a telly on boxing day have the relatives round have a family fight that goes ten rounds. I won't have a stocking or a Christmas box I won't have a crib with an ass and an ox I'm not gonna drink from your wassilly cup knock, knock it off. off pack it in and wrap it up well I've done the show and I'm home to bed there's a guy standing there with a candle on his head I am the ghost of Christmas past tremble dead where and look of the I said sling it mate I'll change the locks and I don't think much of your tasting drops I see you brought a friend this is it cousin Ebenezer this is not a public thoroughfare who's this Oh, 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 a a Don't give me that! Don't call me names and get on your knees! Pick up this stick. You may be the ghost of Christmas yet to come, but I am the spirit of Christmas on the run. Ah! Right, that's settled here, Ash. Okay, what's next? Oh, yes. I think I've had enough of you lot as well. There's too much festivity going on. There's too much singing about fun, if you ask me. But well, I've got a message for you. Fun is over. Christmas is cancelled. Got it? Benito Capron Day. So clear off. Ah, you expected a lot. Didn't you? Ha <laughs> me to my So on your way. Cheerio.
0: Bye There you are. I could do rapping. I might do rap. I think there's a bit of rapper in you, really. I think that's your style, isn't it? Really. I don't. I can't. Yeah. See you I carols. think so. Yeah. I'm more rap than I'm dreaming of a why you see i could do that but i maybe not um okay okay questions then for then the in something else right yeah. okay questions what questions have we got for this is this is our last show of the year isn't it um yes because we're not doing a show next week are we no we're having the week off and then we will be back bright and early in the new year well, we'll be back. Might have to move studios just in case they're trying to find where we are and stop us. I don't think I could do the bright and early bit, but we'll be back. Hey, Lulu, are you all right, my love? She pulled her back leg. She's got a dislocated hip joint. And, and oh, dear. Have you had it sorted? Will I pull it and click it back in oh. for her? Yeah. Uh, just when she chases cats that come into the garden, and many do. They never get the cats, but, you know. It gives them exercise. Anyway, right? Questions. Go on, uh, Rob James. Why do they have Christmas in December when the shops are just so busy? Yeah, very good point. And 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 if you believe all the religious twaddle as well, uh, apparently uh, Jesus, if if you know, was born in June, wasn't it? In the middle of the year. Yes. Yeah. So who knows? Well, it's a pagan. It's it's really it's not a religious ceremony. It's the, it's just a, a coming together, a celebration like we had when we all lived in tribes and caves uh of the end of one year and the beginning of a new future the, we should just stick to new year shouldn't we really the, didn't the christians steal christmas i don't know I, well yeah from from you know people who didn't have the uh, the, the the whole pro- christianity came along just as a way of controlling people and it's done it ever since and if you looked at the history of of catholicism and the and the way a lot of popes behaved in the past i mean absolutely appalling absolutely appalling, yet there's still huge reverence given to this religion and mostly by third world countries where people have a very poor time, a very hard life they are still, you know brainwashed by religion you know, it might be terrible and shitty where you are now, but listen when you leave this world, it'll be great Coca-Cola invented Christmas things go better with Coca-Cola Yeah, okay. Uh, right, do a few questions. Come on. Okay. I've got to uh, go. Dan Saunders, is the drone story fake? It's an interesting point, Dan, and that had occurred to me. But I don't think they would have done all this just for a joke, do you? And I don't think they would have done all this for I can't if it was fake, I can't see the reason for it. Uh Phil Morris. Are Daz Hutton's fleas bigger than a JCB's? No. Uh Paul Hyam, can spiders get jobs as web developers? Of course they can. It's easy. Uh Colin Edwards, is the country turning into a Nammy state where we can't even shoot down a drone? We are a laughing stock. We are, and you're right. Uh Colin Watkins, do you like Alan Partridge? No. Although it has to be said, I uh, I gave um what's his real name? Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan, I gave Steve Coogan his first ever break on TV. Yeah, it's available on YouTube. Go and watch it. Yeah, and it was on my late night TV show in the nineties. It might have been the uh, late eighties at that one. And he was very young, and he came on, and he was very funny. And he's never got back and thanked me for that, you know. They all leave and forget you, don't they? Really, they do. They do. Who was the other one? I I I was the uh, and he was quite nice about it. Um, oh, the, the Northern comic. Uh, who who does Room One Hundred and One? Um. Oh, gosh. What's his name? Oh, oh um, the guy that does the football-y punty thingy. Yeah, it? yeah, him. What's his name? I don't want, for Birmingham, isn't he? Yeah. Um, that one. Yeah, him. Yeah. Well, he had his first, first appearance ever on my television show. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner, yeah. And Frank actually was very nice. When Frank had his big TV show, um, he had me on it to play William Shakespeare. Okay you did there's another Frank you were famous the guy with the uh, pl- the head sidebottom Oh yeah Frank Sidebottom yeah Yeah Oh that's a good program that's on uh, your YouTube channel for, uh, the um Sidebottom's shed or something like that with no, you right. Right. Yeah I've done a couple of videos lately which are on the YouTube channel I hope I did I did a couple of Instagram lives as well last night Instagram I get @you You yeah. technology, that's Stephanie McCourt. McCourt Stephanie McCourt Oh that's mm. uh, the the lady that sang the song last week Yeah yeah Very nice. In fact, you might stick it in here if we're sure, so to speak. (laughs) Right, a couple more questions. I've got to go. Uh, Daniel Severn, what word is a lot of fun to say? Bollocks. Uh, Oh, and and if you're Welsh, uh, a uh, Gary Turner, can Stoke City beat Millwall on Saturday, James? Not a f***ing chance. There we go. I think that's enough. Okay, listen, you all have a lovely time at the end of the year. I'm looking forward to a new year, a new beginning, a new horizon. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for getting in touch. Don't forget, you can get in touch. Uh, just email me, jameswellradio at com, and that'll find us. Uh, Merry Christmas, Robbo. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, and if you're our radio station or listening on a radio station, I'm really, really sorry about the repeat next week. No, you know, to get a bit of a break, don't we?